Fellas, say goodbye to Chuck Sherman the boy. I am now a man. I highly recommend you join the club. We are doing the wild thing all night. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Sherman. Sherman, I could build this food. Is that all you gonna eat? General Sherman realized and understood the importance of house music. So, do you know anything about techno? No. Listen. Get it on. I mean, I'm, how, how old are you when we... So we met like two years ago now, was it? Yeah, two years ago. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. Right? I go by really fast. It's like an homie here. But I remember even then, like, you were still very focused and still very driven, and not not a lot has changed. Like, I even see you working harder these days, right? Yeah, I, I try, man, I try. Well, that's very mature you, man, and compliments to you on realizing that it's important to have a daydream. Yeah. And at least you love it, too, right? Like, it's a pretty fucking cool it's job. It's fun. It, it's cool. It has its perks, you know? I was fucking hitting the batting cages at Sox Stadium. That was, that was like a dream, so let me tell you about that. Yeah. I wanted to hit a home run so bad. <laughs> I can't... I, you think I, you could? I had, I had it on the warning track on a fly. So like, oh! I, like, I, so backstory, I played yeah. baseball for 12 years. Yeah. Um, I actually signed to play at uh, the number two juco in the country at the time. Damn. Uh, Parkland College. Okay. And then during my senior year of football, I was like, I'm not ready to give up football. Like, yeah, I was yeah. better at baseball, but like football was my passion. Yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah. kind of burnt out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I, I went to Augustana. I played football at Augustana. Right. But, but yeah, baseball is my first passion. That's before music, before anything that was mm-hmm. baseball. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought I was going to be in the MLB playing for the Yankees one day. Right. That was the goal. You know? I felt the same about the NBA, dude. I thought I was going to be an NBA player. You're a baller? My fucking... <laughs> yeah. My, I remember uh, when I was 10 years old, my Christmas present was the NBA encyclopedia. Wow. So okay. I don't know if that's more Jewish or more like NBA. <laughs> <laughs> or like NBA nerd, yeah. but like... It's like you could get your basketball in, but get your studies dude, in as well, right? 13th birthday, my dad took me to the NBA Hall of Fame. Wow. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, not to go down a bad path here, but I did make the 7th grade team. Okay. My life got crushed, but you know what? I learned a lot from it, chip on my shoulder ever fucking since. 100%. What I know about having those passions as a young kid, like, you still carry those things with, with you throughout your life. For sure. Like, I, w- I will say, once I stopped playing, though, I really lost an interest in it. Like, you know, yeah. baseball, it's like, yeah, now it's my job. It's like, you know, isn't it kind of crazy, like, when that time of your life kind of stops? It's like, wow, that was such a huge integral part of my day-to-day, my thoughts, my energy, my passion, everything. Yeah. And then the next step happens in life, whether it be college or be done with sports. Yep. It's crazy. Like, my little brother, he played college across, and he was a really great player, and, you know, he was, like, so confused when he graduated. He was like, what do I do? Just think about it. At that point in your life, you're, what, 22? Yeah, he was, yeah, and 22. you probably played soccer for 18 years of yeah. your life. Yeah, So for, for seven-tenths of your life, pretty much, like, yeah. that's what you've been doing. That's I all know. you know. You know, so it's crazy to think that's just a, like a complete 180. I know, yeah. and like you talk about NFL players and shit too. You know, like a lot of them don't go to class in college, and the average lifespan, not lifespan, but career is four years in the NFL. Yeah. What happens after that shit? You gotta plan it. You gotta pull a Zonic. You gotta pull a Zonic. You do gotta pull a Zonic. Yeah. Pull it on the decks. <laughs> yes, and that's exactly what he said. He was like, yeah. you know, I didn't know how long this shit was gonna last. I always had Plan B and Plan C. Yeah. And that's what I see in you, man. You got a lot of different wavelengths that you're on. Well, what's going on with music lately? Let me hear music? some Nick Nice music. So, I've been in the studio pretty much like I would say five days a week. Lately. Yeah. I've just been trying to crank out as much music as I can. Mm-hmm. And. I'm just at this weird point. I think we talked about it a little bit last time. Like, yeah. I feel like with production, I'm still so new to it that I'm always learning. I'm constantly learning. So yeah. I, I feel like every time I'm working on something, that's the best product I'm putting out. Yeah. And I feel like 
I almost don't want to be releasing music until I almost plateau that, where it's like all the music's coming out on a, like a consistently high level. Absolutely. You know? yeah. I, I hold myself to a high standard with my music because you do, yeah. I don't. I never want to like play a song because it's my song. I want to play a song because I would play this in my set. Mm -hmm. You know, and to kind yeah. of kind of achieve that level is what I'm going for to to be more consistent with it at least. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I mean, you want to put the best version of yourself out there, your music, all that shit. Yeah, exactly. I respect that, man, and it's dude. I would say it in a creative industry where everybody can have an opinion of what you put out there. It's hard for someone to take that leap. Yeah, know, and be like, all right, this is my music, this is my style. Yeah, you put your name on it, it's like, you know. It's hard to just like get over that little hump there, but I know you're making great music. I hear you played in your sets. You think you found that Nick Nice sound yet at least? For sure. Okay. I, I definitely know, like, um, as far as my music, I definitely like the tech house feel, but a little bit darker tech house feel. Yes. I, I was inspired a lot by Night Bass when I was first getting into production. Like, AC Slater was popping off, and I was like, wow, like, I love that sound. It's so You unique. have that UK garage yes. vibe, yeah. yeah. I definitely went through by like, my phase on that, and now I feel like I've kind of, like, toned that down into, like, a tech house vibe. Yeah. But with the UK, like, um, sounds and uh, kind of, like, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but just kind of, like, that vibe. I Sometimes there's not a word for it. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly. why we make music. That. Yeah, right? Because yeah. the music speaks for itself. The new track you put out is sounding nice, my guy. Thank you, man. Big Thank fan. you. Big yeah. fan. So. I've been working hard. It's, it's, I did the same thing as you. I honestly, I put out music, and it had been a year since I released that for my last track. And I was like, that's not my sound. Yeah. I, I almost, and I honestly had this expectation in my head. You know when you just build things up in your head and you're like, people are probably wondering, when am I going to release the next track? Yeah. No one's fucking thinking about that, you know? And I was like, all right, put it out. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? It's not my style. Let me fine-tune what I want to do, focus on my craft, and get as good as I possibly can. Yeah. And once I feel comfortable with that, put it out, and then keep getting better from there. 100%. Right? Yep. I respect that a lot of that. And I always say, like, if, if you're your own worst critic, then that's the best scenario you can be in. Because True. no one's going to be harder on you than yourself. And sometimes if you keep it real with yourself, that's the best, because other people don't always. You, know? you have to hold yourself accountable, or else yeah. no one else will. Exactly. That's something my parents taught me from a very young age. Like, yeah. They were like, look... Whatever you want to do, you can do, but like, if you don't put the effort in yourself and somebody else tells you to, it doesn't mean anything unless you really want to do it. Exactly. So whatever your passion is, I love it, man. What's going on with Be Nice lately? Be Nice, well, you know, we're working hard. We actually got some uh, some cool things coming up for the uh, the two-year anniversary now. Ah, so, wait, that's like next month. Yep, November. So November uh, 16th, 2017 was our first event yep. at Drink Nightclub, which is pretty cool. <laughs> like in the suburbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Drink like, is sick, though. Yeah, yeah, it is yeah. an awesome spot, you yeah. know. So uh, we're currently working on our two-year anniversary party. It's going to be pretty cool. Um, you might be getting a call soon about it. I'll be there. So No matter so, what. Yeah, it'll, yeah. it'll be a fun one. It'll be a fun Can't one. Can't reveal anything yet? Not yet. It's still in the works. We're still working on a couple a couple details, but it's going to be pretty cool. Two years, so, man. Yeah, dude, right? It, blow, it fucking goes by fast. So it's been a year so, since we had Be Nice on, and then I had you on in the booth probably six months ago, eight months yeah, ago? Yeah, six months ago. You've had some really, really big shows, though. You had a great summer, man. Yeah, we had some fun. We had a lot of fun. But you, play, you played at, um, what was that festival called again? Um, I did Grime Music Festival, right? which is awesome. That's yeah. like actually one of the coolest ones. It's actually ran by Gronkowski. Gronk? Bob Gronkowski? So him and his brother. Gronk? Yeah, they own this festival. They own this festival, which oh, is super cool. Oh, shit. Yeah, which is awesome, you know? So, uh, like, he's, he's bouncing around there. It's, it's always a fun time. He was there? Yeah, he's, he's there every year. Him and his brother. He's another big dude. Like, Dude, of course. Yeah. I, I, I realized, like, that when I saw him on, I don't know if you ever heard of The Shop on HBO. He was on one. Yeah, yeah. Like, LeBron does it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. They're, like, in, like, a barbershop. Yeah. It's actually a really cool format. 
but uh, it just like kind of seemed like he was like, dude, I'm done with football, but like life's only getting better from here. He's, he's such a personality, though. And his personality is what's going to carry him out through, throughout his life. You know, he built that on the football field, yeah. but takes it with him wherever he goes, and now people want a piece of it. You he know? probably make more money doing appearances probably. than he ever did as a player. Yeah, yeah. Probably have more fun, too. A lot more fun, yeah. I feel like every two months a video surfaces of him at like some club, this fist pumping, you no, know, of behind course. the DJ booth. I saw one where he took the saxophone from the guy and started no. playing. I was like, all right, that's a little bit much, but I respect the hell out that's of that. That's pretty cool. Because people were probably there to see Gronk anyway. I'm waiting for the Shaq Gronk back-to-back. As you need the BTK Is he going to become a DJ too? I feel it coming. I feel it coming. Yeah, that's a, that's pretty accurate. That's for sure going to happen. I can see it happening, dude. for sure. And you're playing at Soundbar with a birthday party, right? Yeah, we're, that's going to actually be a super fun one. Um, that's next Friday. That's we're, awesome. We're doing like a costume party, so. Yeah, good for you, man. Yeah, that's a great set. Birthday party guys are really blowing up. Oh, they're, they're, yeah, dude. They're killing it, and they're super cool guys, which is the best part about it, you know? They book you for that, then? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Great. They, they hit me up, and they're like, hey, you know, we're throwing a party. I think it'd be cool. I was like, hell yeah. Can't complain. And the funny thing about Soundbar is I was 18 in the city, walking through the city with my older cousins, and I was just like, yo, like, this place looks sick. Because like, you kind of see from the outside, it's just this brick wall. Yeah. Like, you don't know what it is. It was during the day, too. Yeah. I was like, wow, this, <laughs> this would be, like, a cool-ass place to DJ. You see all the posters outside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, this is the first time I'm actually playing, like, uh, the main room there. Oh, yeah, you know, I, in the basement, we, yeah. We play, yeah, we play in the basement and the side room all the time. But Different, though. That's just, like, ah, uh, like, full circle for me. Like, this is, my, this is a big Dude, one for me. That sound system in there, man, yeah. like, when I had Steve Gerard on the podcast... It was like about a 10, 15 minute discussion just on the sound, the yeah. amps, like everything about it, the surround sound, the Dolby Atmos, like all that shit. That's gonna be a special set. Yeah, they bring in some crazy stuff, especially when they do the Dolby Atmos shows. They're oh, still, yeah. You just can't beat it. You can't beat it. Dude, they just, really live up to the name of Soundbar, you know? They do, they do, they had to, yeah. yeah. What do you think is going on with the Chicago in the next couple of years then? Because there's a lot of the birthday parties, the Nick Nices, you know, these collectives coming up. And we're all kind of together. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if you've heard me say this, but since I had you on, you mentioned that we're all in the same class, this class of Chicago DJs exactly. and producers and collectives. I say that almost every single fucking time now, dude, because you're so right. Yeah, we're dude, all so coming up together. There's no separation. Everybody's homies. Look at this event we're at today. Be nice, Latin group, collective management. Everybody. 11-11, like, and it's all community get-down. Like, exactly. So many different people are here all together. And I, I feel like the... Some of the generations or the, like the, uh, I would say classes maybe before us, mm -hmm. they all like split. They were all about like, yo, we want to do our thing, this thing, this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like maybe it's just this younger vibe and just the world we're growing up in today that we're just yeah. like, yo, like, let's just, why not just all do it together and see how far yeah, we can yeah, push yeah. this thing. It's, yeah. it's the umbrella effect, you know what I'm saying? Yes. If there's 10 people pushing up an umbrella, it's going to be higher than the one person here or there or vice versa, you know? That's so true, And bro. Chicago as a scene is definitely being put on the map. Yeah. You know? I had a, I had a conversation with a buddy who, uh, he went. And he plays out. He does a lot of events for Insomniac. Uh -huh. So he was out there and he was talking to the guy and he's like, "Yeah, you know, I'm from Chicago, um, but I'm in LA a lot. I lived here for a little bit." And he's like, "Yo, I'm gonna stop you right there." He's like, "Don't say that ever." He's like, "You're from Chicago. That's so unique. Everybody's from LA. Everybody play like." Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. Say you're from Chicago. He's like, "That'll take you ten times further in this in this world today." Because like, it's awesome. Chicago's being put on the map, especially in this house scene, which is nice. Oh, it's so true. It's it's kind of funny because us as locals, like. Yes, house is an integral part of our community yeah. and our style, especially, you know, like you and I, but it's not everywhere, like, the kind of the outside eye kind of sees it as, yeah. though Chicago, the home of house music, like, it's here, yes. and it's deep-rooted, the smart bars, the spy bars, the sound bars, you know, all that shit, but, like, those are only the only places that only play house, and now that house has been on this slow incline, they're like, oh, Chicago, you must know house, right? Exactly. We do. 
but we've really we've we've cut our teeth and I think Gene Ferris said this he was like if you can cut your teeth in Chicago you can work hard if you can make a name for yourself especially in the house scene you can make it anywhere yeah it's a tough it's a tough industry see like to break the bubble like to break into the scene you yes. know, it's hard it is, it is, and I've been so lucky and fortunate to meet people like you and everybody else that I've connected with. Coming from Indiana, you know, I was a little intimidated to try and come here and not know anybody, but the fact that I could go up to DJs at places and say, hey, I'm trying to get some spots, I'm trying to get better, yeah. and then go, yeah, absolutely, hit me up on Instagram, let's hang out, and then actually hit them up, and then them actually follow through, exactly. and then all these people are my good friends. Yeah, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. that's the Midwest, baby. Dude, that's my favorite part about <laughs> it, though. So what's, uh, what's coming up for you then? Next couple months into 2020, anything exciting? Coming up, um, I'm actually going to LA. Okay. Uh, I'm going out to LA the Halloween weekend. So I have a couple gigs out there. One of my good friends, White Owl, is actually opening up for Afrojack. Nice. At Academy LA, which is like awesome. Dude. So, so I'm flying yeah. out there with them, getting a couple gigs, you know, to, to pay my way. Yeah. And then uh, I'm going to go check that out with them for, uh, for Halloween nights. And then uh, November. I got one one cool show coming up that that'll be coming out soon, which is gonna be pretty fun. Okay. Um, at another club that's like, oh, that's one of my like, I, I'd say bucket list, like a club that you like want to play at in Chicago. So, okay. Especially okay. for the house, the house team. All so, right, all right. So well, got a few ideas. ideas yeah, yeah. So, so that one will be fun. But mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, dude. Other than that, we got this uh, this big two year party coming up. That's gonna be pretty cool. Yeah. It's gonna be epic. So. Definitely keep on the lookout for that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hell yeah, brother. It's always good to see hey, you. Hey, pleasure. Hang out. Got a lot of love and respect for you, Nick. Nice. Likewise. Thanks for having me, brother. Of course, buddy.